America, and welcome to the Stephen D. Snyder Show. I am your host, yours truly, Stephen D. Snyder. None of you have heard of me. Uh, I'm an actor, writer, comedian, podcaster, author. I do it all. And this show is kind of like a variety show. We're going to talk a little bit about everything. We're going to talk about sports, politics, current events. That's what we do here. That's what we're going to talk about. This is the inaugural show. So welcome. Some of you may have heard some of my podcasts in the past when I used to have another show, but this is the new show. This is the new show. See, 2020 has really, really sucked. It's been absolutely terrible, but I'm here to hopefully brighten up your day a little bit. And, you know, that's really what I'm here to do is make you laugh, get you to think. Um, I, I will admit, I'm pretty pissed off. So just so you know, I do get a little angry sometimes, and there will be some foul language inevitably used on the Stephen D. Snyder Show. So that's who I am. This show starts because I'm pretty pissed off with what the hell is happening in the country right now. Uh, I don't care whether you hate Trump or love Trump. And I got a lot of problems with Trump. I'm a libertarian. I, I got a problem with... Republicans and Democrats. I got a big problem. However, you have to be stupid, dumb, blind, ignorant, uninformed, underinformed, or misinformed to look at what's being done to this country and what's being done to your liberties. Here's what happened on November 3rd. There was such a landslide for Trump. This was election day. There was such a landslide for Trump that they, in all of these swing states, which he was winning, by several hundred thousand votes in many, many cases, they stopped counting. They brought in all of the fraudulent votes. Now, they stopped counting, and that's with the voting machines rigged against him. Then they bring in all of these fraudulent ballots and say, oh, we're dumping them at one in the morning, two in the morning, three in the morning, four in the morning, five in the morning, six in the morning when everybody's asleep. They had this planned out, ladies and gentlemen. They did not allow people to observe any of the vote counting in any of the polling locations. People were kicked out. They were boarding up windows. This is the biggest theft and the biggest fraud ever perpetrated on the American public, and people need to go to jail. That's what's happening right now. Now, I don't think Biden is a bad person. I think that he is owned and operated and controlled by very, very bad people. So, Joe Biden, who could never talk and could never get 12 people at his rallies, they're trying to say that he got the most votes in the history of the country. No. No, he didn't, ladies and gentlemen. This is fraud. That's all this is. Now, love Trump or hate him, you should want free and fair elections. That's the hallmark staple of this country, free and fair elections. But, folks, I'm here to tell you right now, your vote does not count, and you do not live in a free country. Now, let me repeat that again so it starts setting in. Your vote doesn't count, and you do not live in a free country. Well, what are we supposed to do, Stephen? What are we supposed to do? It's real simple, folks. Get off of your asses. Stop watching the news. Get all your news online, and I can give you a bunch of different websites. Stop paying attention to the system. It's CIA-run deep state propaganda. The news, we don't have a free press in this country. Fox News and CNN are jokes. 
MSNBC and then the major broadcast networks are jokes. You really don't get any news except for from the independent press, which we'll go over that later on. But so what do we do? Okay, you organize, you get into groups, you start local community programs, you talk to your neighbors, you vote with your dollars. It's no more, you can't just go vote every two to four years. No, 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 folks. You have to be doing this daily. Voting with your dollars, shop locally, support organizations and companies who share your values. That is what you need to do. Organize, start local groups, start charities, knock doors, register voters, call your local leaders, your state legislatures, your, your, the senators and congressmen in your state. Call, hell, call your federal congressman. Get involved. Show up to school board meetings. Show up to zoning meetings. Show up to PTA meetings. Do not back down. Do not give them an inch because the people that are running the show want to control, listen to me very carefully, folks, they want to control every single aspect of your life. That's what they want. Ladies and gentlemen, wake up and stop being dumb American sheep who are uninformed, underinformed, and misinformed. So, ladies and gentlemen, I cannot wait for you to meet and speak to my first guest, the inaugural show. He should be very thankful and proud and happy to be on the Stephen D. Snyder Show, episode one, by the way. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a former congressional candidate. Uh, this guy's a patriot. I have known him for many, many years. He's a good guy, fun guy. Mr. Omar Navarro is on the phone. Omar, how are you, buddy? Good, how are you? I am good, I am good. So... I was just telling the, the, the audience here about how you don't live in a free country anymore and our vote doesn't count. You want to talk about what the, what the hell's going on in America right now? What, 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 what's your take on the state of the United States? Well, you have one side that's completely delusional and they completely believe that Joe Biden is the president-elect. And you have another side that completely does not believe that Joe Biden won the election fairly and that he is not the president, and right now we are facing all these legal battles uh, between one side and another, and we gotta, we got to find out what, what, what's really going on, because if we want fair and equity in our, in our elections, then uh, for the future, we gotta, we got to get a hold of this, because there's something that really underlying went wrong. When a man who barely has anyone that shows up to his rallies wins an election, there's a problem there. Yeah, and, and it's been my theory that they planned this out for, for several, several months, and they did this, they, they stopped counting because the, the votes for Trump were so overwhelming that they had to stop counting, even with the rigged Dominion voting machines, and they brought in all of these pre-filled out fraudulent ballots. And some in some cases, they were filling out ballots just for Biden, leaving them blank and just throwing them in this batch. The whole system is corrupt. I mean, Omar, we can put a man on the moon and we can precisely time, we can precisely time the detonation of a nuclear warhead anywhere on the face of the earth within a millimeter. But you mean to tell me we cannot have in the quote, freest country on earth, free and fair elections? Yeah, look, I think this is planned out and coordinated. I think just more than just two months. I think it's been... This has been coordinated for the last two years, I think, personally. 
Um, I think that the Democrats have been have been trying to do something because they know that you know the president was very popular and and you know he continues to be popular. He's got a lot of supporters. I mean, you can see this with stops the steal all over the country, and and you can see it with uh, with just all over the place in the state of California and the most liberal areas. I mean, this is what's going on. If we don't if we don't do anything about this, that then we're just not going to have a country left. I mean, that's what the, the the Democrats want more government. I'm not sure if you've heard, but you know, Joe Biden wants to put uh, John Kerry uh, in the White House back again. I mean, it, it, these are the people he wants to bring in. I even heard as far as uh, Dick Cheney. Uh, you know, that's that's going to be a big problem. I mean, he wants more government, and you know, again, you know, we're going to undo everything that Trump has done and. And again, Trump's needed four more years to even to continue to do undo what the what the establishment, um, well, Republicans and Democrats did in the last uh, twenty years. And and we should probably talk about your background. So, Omar, you're 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 in Los Angeles. Uh, you're native to Los Angeles, and you ran against in in my district, by the way, uh, Mad Maxine Waters, who is one of the most corrupt racist, disgusting, vile pieces of trash in the entire Congress. I mean, and it didn't really work out for you, obviously, but essentially, and you and I, I think, are on the same page, this is not your 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 mother and father's Democrat Party. Um, this is also not your, uh, your mother and father's Republican Party. We're really being run by two groups of people, the weak establishment rhino Republicans who are absolutely useless, worthless, and feckless, and then the monstrous, traitorous, treasonous Democrats who want to basically run and control every single aspect of your life. And and I see this happen all the time. So you have a lot of voters who are uninformed, underinformed, and misinformed. And what happens is they vote for the establishment candidate because of name recognition. They don't do any research. They, they, they just go, oh, I've heard of that name before, so I'm going to vote. That's kind of been the problem. So it's kind of our fault as a society for allowing people to be this stupid. I mean, Maxine Waters doesn't even live in her district. Doesn't she live in like Hancock Park or something, which is like a really, really nice ritzy part of the city, but she doesn't even live in her district. She's also the person saying basically put people that supported Trump into concentration camps and firing them. I mean, this woman has said some really horrific, nasty things, but yet she keeps getting elected and elected and elected. What, what What's really happening here? Yeah, it, well, you know, she gets elected, elected, because again, there's, there's more Democrats in that district. Considering, you know, let's just say there was some voter fraud, um, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, there's still a lot of people voting for her. I mean, when she went to the election with more than 100,000 votes, I mean, that's quite embarrassing. Uh, and again, you know, it happened to, to again, the last guy that ran against her, but the last guy that ran against her honestly did better with her. So, you know, it made no difference. Uh, if, he, if he was running against her, she was running, it really was Maxine against Maxine. It wasn't Maxine against anybody. So she wasn't really facing anyone, anyone that really challenged her. So, you know, again, Maxine was pretty much ensured her re-election. You know, like, it wasn't like... It was like she she actually had an opponent. It was you know you have an empty suit facing you. There's not much left there. Yeah, I, I mean the woman. Uh, that's what they do. And you lose by seventy percent margins. I mean that's you should know everything right there. You lose by seventy percent. Now if it's a smaller margin, I could see 
some voter fraud and stuff. But, you know, 70%, I mean, it's pretty convincing. You know, at that point, there's people that are indoctrinated. Yeah, I mean, look, Los Angeles, I mean... the whole city. Look, there's some great people in Los Angeles and in, in, in Southern California. There's some wonderful people. Um, tons of friends that are great people. But the majority of people in Southern California are brainwashed, indoctrinated. Now, most of them are either very, very wealthy or very, very poor. It's my contention. So it's like that middle class sliver that's getting smaller and smaller and smaller in Southern California. They vote libertarian. They vote conservative. They vote, um, you know, new Republican. They don't vote, you know, with the old Republican rhinos, and they also don't vote for, you know, the Democrats. So and that's kind of what's happening. But the the middle class in, in California is shrinking. I mean, this state of California, it is. I, I mean, it. Ha, I mean, communist China would be proud. What in the hell? is going on in California. You can't even go to the gym. You can't even go to a restaurant. Omar, what's happening to California and this country with this stupid COVID lockdown? Yeah, I mean, look at what, what's going on. I mean, you're saying the middle class is leaving. I mean, of course they are. I mean, they, they are doing everything they can to try to destroy the middle class in the state of California and, and some other parts of the country. I mean, they are trying to undermine us and, and, and try to eliminate us from... From our again, if you could undermine and destroy the middle class, then you just have the the ultra rich and you have the poor, and that that's exactly what they want. They want to, to lead to a government like that that they can have control over us. You know, it, my my family escaped uh, you know communism, and and you know I understand a great factor of what communism is. It's very dangerous, and all these people accepting all these socialists like Ian Omar and AOC and. And I, it just concerns me in a, in a big way because it's it's becoming it's becoming a norm for the Democratic Party. They they are the Democratic Socialists, and and if you really go a little bit down further, they are communists. And again, we got to do whatever we have to do to stop them. And I'm not going to stop. I'm going to continue to do what I'm doing. I've been going out. I'm just going to rallies, protests, but I've also been coordinating to take an action. Which you know, these are things I don't want to talk about because. Uh, if you give up your plan to the left, then automatically, you automatically lose. So, gotta continue to coordinate, plan, and and make sure that we have a, a plan that's gonna that's gonna overtake them and it's gonna beat them. And that's the only way. That's the only way we're gonna ever get anything done. So, you know, my final question for you, um, you know, it's real simple. So, what is your prediction that's gonna happen with with this election with COVID? Uh, what, what do you think? How, the, how do you think this is all going to shake out? You know, for the entire country. What, what, what is your, what does your gut tell you? How, how, how do you think this is going to play out? Well, there are two things actually. How in my mind, there's one that you know this is going to go before the Supreme Court, and that somehow Trump's going to get this. But at the same time, it, it, there's also the other the other factor that you know Trump doesn't get this and, and Trump completely gets robbed. Uh, but I do see Trump spending the next four years uh, making the Democrats' lives in living hell. Uh, so I do see that happening, and at the same time, that's going to open the can of worms for a lot of other things. And I, you know, I do see him running again if for some reason you know he, he does not get this. You know, I do see him running again. He's not going to let it go. And it's going to just make it stronger. And, and I personally, but whichever way it goes, 
obviously the Democrats are not going to get so out of line. They're going to try, but they are not going to be able to get so out of line because we also have our uh, the checks and balances in our system of government. You know, we also have the Senate, so so, and then we have the Supreme Court. So again, you know, this, the Democrats can try to do whatever they want, but again, you know, checks and balances, and that's why we have our government. So. Yeah, and it's my contention that the these moron voters in Georgia with the two Senate runoffs, this if, if Biden gets in, this is for all the marbles, folks. So if you're listening to me in Georgia, you better do something or your kids aren't going to have a future. I mean, if they steal both of those uh, Senate seats, which they've already said they are going to, if they take those... Okay, that puts it at 50-50. And if Biden and Harris are in there, that means Harris is the tie-breaking vote. Okay, folks? So that means they can pack the Supreme Court. That means they can end the Electoral College. That means they can make D.C. a state. That means they can make Puerto Rico a state. So, uh, you know, it's my contention, Omar, that these two uh, Senate races in Georgia, I mean, these are the most crucial elections probably, with the exception of the November 3rd, 2020 election, probably the second most crucial election runoffs in the history of this country. So, Omar, you know, we got to get people to toughen up. We got to get people to realize that their liberties are being stolen from them. So any, any, any advice, you know, to the average Joe out there who's just not paying attention? Again, look, we also got to go back to the history of who John Ossoff is. I mean, this guy tried running for Congress, you know, over six years ago. And, and you know, he raised over $20 million and still lost. You know, I, again, you know, like, the, this is the exactly what we're getting. I mean, this is the same guy who was, uh, you know, caught, you know, at a keg party doing Star Wars uh, little things with his friends. I mean, this is the kind of guy you want in the U.S. Senate. I mean... No, this is not the guy I want in the U.S. Senate. I don't want some joke in the U.S. Senate. I want someone who's going to get the job done. Uh, you know, again, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta inform people. We gotta let people know. And I think that you know, the Republicans gotta really play up the the thing that you know, John Ossoff is not ready. He is never going to be ready. He is not what we need for our country. We gotta make sure that we defeat the Democrats, the radical left. I, I believe that if we do whatever we can to continue to fight and that we really take a stand and people, I mean, people all over the country should even fly to Georgia and honestly participate in this election because it is very dangerous if we don't stand and do something about it. So we, I think I'm even going to do that. I'm probably going to go to Georgia and help out too. So why not? Well, Omar, look, you're, you're an American patriot. Uh, obviously appreciate everything that you're doing and any support that you need from my show. Uh, you know, look, I'll give it to you, man. I mean, Maxine Waters needs to be defeated. And I, I love the fact that you're running again. Uh, where can people find you? Uh, you know, you have social socials or do you have a website? Where can people find you and uh, support you and what you're doing? Yeah, my handle for Instagram and Twitter and, you know, in Facebook parlor is Real Omar Navarro um, for all of them. And my website's omarnavarro.com. So that's pretty easy to find me. Um, for the most part, I, I'm, I'm very active on Instagram and, and not so much Twitter, on Facebook because Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg is very big at censorship. So, I mean, so it's hard to post stuff on there and people don't see my posts. So it's kind of uh, upsetting. Uh, Twitter, I'm very active, and and Parler, I've been trying to get more active on there too. It's a pretty decent platform. 
All right, Omar, I really appreciate you uh, joining the show. Uh, feel free to, you know, call in, come in anytime, obviously, and, and you know, you know, we support you. We appreciate you. And, uh, you know, thanks for thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. Take care of yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Omar Navarro, uh, a buddy of mine. Now, you're not going to agree with everything the guy says. Um, I don't agree with everything, but that's okay. Um, he is against the establishment. He's very, very intelligent, uh, well-spoken, smart, uh, just a really, you know, patriotic guy. So, you know, that's, that's Omar Navarro. He He's just, uh, he's a guy that we need to support. So there's something else, folks. You know, primaries are a really, really, really big thing. Support a candidate in your primary that you want to see go against the establishment guy, right? Look, I love Tulsi Gabbard. I I actually think Tulsi Gabbard, the uh, Democrat from um, Hawaii, I actually thought she would have been the best person to nominate. And I may, I might have voted for her over Trump because she's really smart. She's very attractive, which is not too bad. You always want to look at pretty congresswomen as much as you can, not Nancy uh, Pelosi, who looks like the crypt keeper in drag. Um, So I loved Tulsi and I thought she was great. I actually liked a lot of what Andrew Yang says, but Andrew Yang is also an idiot when it comes to a lot of stuff. So Tulsi was clearly the choice, clearly the choice in the primary that the Democrats should have chosen. Uh, She was definitely the most qualified, the most level-headed, the most reasonable, and the smartest Democrat up there, 100%. She would have been fantastic. I really do. Now, I wouldn't agree with her on everything. Look, I don't agree with Trump on everything. I don't agree with anybody on the only person I agree with 100% is myself. So if you're looking for someone that you're going to agree with 100% of the time, just look in the mirror, folks. So you're not going to agree with everybody on everything, but it's just about finding that common ground of, you know, I do believe in this. I do agree with you on this. That's really where we're at here. That's really real, where we're at here. And, and before I go, I, I got to. I always got to bring up something that's happening in the news, and this will be going in my new book. Uh, By the way, I have a book out called How to Be a Miserable Failure, The Complete Guide for Destroying Your Life. It is a 600-page book. It's a coffee table book. It's a behind-the-toilet kind of book, and it is the ways in which you could become what is known as a miserable failure and destroy your own life. So get that on Amazon, How to Be a Miserable Failure. That's my book. Folks, I'm telling you right now, especially for you men out there, you're going to love this book, especially if you're if you're 18 to 44, that range, you're going to like this book. It's funny. It's satire. It's humorous. Uh, get a copy. It's totally worth it. You can get an e- e-published copy. We, we, we've e-published it. You, know, you can get it on your Kindle or you can get a hard copy, which I obviously recommend getting is a, is a hard-bound copy. Folks, before we get out of here, uh, just got to read you something. This is from Infowars.com. Students at UK University demand the word black be banned from lecture and textbooks. That's, that's not a satire headline. That's actually true. Students at Manchester University have demanded that the word black be used as a negative expression, such as the word blackmail should be banned because it's divisive. The complaint was prompted by a university study that surrounds issues affecting black, Asian, and minority ethnics, which is kind of racist in and of itself. So they cited uh, concerns of black people and this report 
that this, this staff and faculty conducted, they noted that there were, quote, linguistic concerns about black being associated with negative expressions, such as black male and black sheep. So you're not even allowed to use the words black male, black sheep, black ball. Wow. This is what I'm talking about. Now, this is in the UK, but there are several, several, several stories like this in America. These people aren't going to stop, folks, until you tell them to simply fuck off. There's nothing wrong with the word blackmail. There's nothing wrong with the word black sheep. There's nothing wrong with the word black ball. There's nothing wrong with the word whitewash. There's nothing wrong with those words. They're only words. They're not dog whistles. And here's the deal, folks. If you allow them to control your speech, you're allowing them the gateway, the ticket to controlling every single aspect of your life. That's where we're at. That's where we're at, folks. Political correctness has destroyed this country. And by the way, I, I brought up the another little fact. I'm actually going to be writing another book coming out where I have actually compiled a list and all of these articles from all of these news stories about political correctness and the destruction of the world and more specifically America. It's coming out in 2021. You're not going to want to miss it. Now, I, I do write it. I do provide commentary before and after at the beginning and end of the book. But the book itself is a compilation of articles. And it's probably going to be one of the most studied books in the history of the, the country uh, many years to come. People are going to look at this and go, oh my gosh, this guy spent... And by the way, folks, I spent three years working on this book. I could have worked on this book 20 years, and the book would have been three or 4,000 pages long of news stories and articles about the political correctness and its destruction on our country and society. So that's coming out. That's coming out next. <laughs> Knock on wood, folks. It's coming out on next year. So ladies and gentlemen, this is it. And I want to thank Omar Navarro for coming on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, get out there. Have some fun. Remember one thing. This is not a rest home. Good night, America.